0: What's up people, welcome to Everyday 101. This is Karan and as we know today is Sunday and I answer career questions on Sunday. So Sunday is reserved for career questions that I get on various social media platforms I get asked a lot of questions even if I look I'll have hundreds of questions every single week but I just pick a few of them and I answer them now some of these questions are very specific and some of these questions are very general that anybody and everyone can benefit from so stick to it there is a chance that you might get an answer for a question that you have been looking out throughout your life for your career and if you like this you can go to link in the description for my Instagram account, you can follow me, you can also ask me any number of questions on your career and if you would like to book a free 20 minute session you can also do that, the link is in the description. Now, here is the deal, question number 1, question number 1 is what should be the key deciding factors for selecting a career? And there is a continuing question with this question. If the things don't work in favor, then how long should we continue it? So the question is that what things should you keep in mind while selecting a career? And this question needs to be answered for people who have children who are looking for a career or maybe for even if you are a person who is looking to change your career because you don't feel happy or maybe you are just starting up your career. So it's good for everyone, anyone can benefit from it, right? So. The basic things that you need to keep in mind is Ikigai. Ikigai is an amazing book. No, you don't have to, you know, go out and read it. But if you want to read it, I have given the link in the description. If you want to read it, you can read it. But even if you don't want to read it, I'll give you just a basic thought process what Ikigai is. So Ikigai is basically a state of mind or basically your situation where you are, you are working in a career, although it can be applied to anyone, but it is very specific to a career. I'm putting it in that way. But generally this book is about how to be happy. So it's a Japanese concept that I'm giving you. It's an amazing concept. So this is also teaches us how to select a career. Now here's the deal. Here's how you select a career. Number one thing is you should love what you are going to do. Number two thing is, you should get paid for what you love. Number three thing is, you should be really, really good at what you love. And number one, number four point that you need to keep in mind is that the market should need it, or the world should need it. For example, let's consider a career of a software developer. Now, you can learn the skills. Suppose you have that analytical mind who loves software, you love it, then you learn the skills, you learn it, Anybody is ready to pay you? Yes, it's a hot career. Does the market need? Obviously, the market needs a lot of software developers. So see, it's one of the career. And these four concepts can be applied to any single career. And you can figure out using those four points. And you can have a happy and a great career, right? So the continuing question in this question is, if the things don't work in favor, then how long should we continue it? The thing is, here's the deal some people move out very quickly they leave things they leave their careers very quickly and they switch to something else second type of people are they just stick to that one thing and they just simply compromise with it and they simply are in their comfort zone because they are getting the money they are having a good lifestyle that they don't want to compromise and they continue with it but if something goes wrong and something goes wrong means either you are not happy or you have been let go or You, you simply are not valued enough at your workplace or in that career or that career might be time. So there can be N number of things. How should you decide? Well, there is no straight answer, but there are few things that you can ask yourself. For example, I was pursuing MA economics, although it was a distance education, I wasn't getting time for it. And now I'm planning to leave it and I have, you know, spent a few months learning that I could have continued with it. I could have continued that degree, but I am not doing it because of that degree. I'm doing it because of the learning. And because I'm not getting time, because I am too much busy with my, with the projects that I am doing, with the entrepreneurial things that I am doing, and with this podcast, I'm not really getting time for that. Although I love economics, I still am not getting time for that. And because that's why I am prioritizing that I will leave it, because maybe I can do it later on or, maybe I can totally skip it depending on what I need because learning is not depending on a degree. Right. So that's why I decided to not continue with it. Right. And probably I won't. I'm still planning on that, that I won't continue with it. So that's how you decide. You need to keep in your mind. What are your priorities right now? What are the important things that you are doing right now? Because for me, the business that I'm trying to build or I'm planning for building is more important than a degree obviously because that's my baby a degree anybody can get anytime right I already have a basic degree and by basic I mean a bachelors of technology degree in computer engineering but anyways so I didn't continue with it similarly I didn't continue with my software engineering job and it took me six months and when I quit from that job I realized I spent too much time in this job and I shouldn't have I should have started much earlier but still the life is life, you take wrong decisions and that's okay, you should own them. Okay, I oh, I did some mistake, that was a mistake that I continued working as a software engineer, but that's okay, the learning was okay and I don't really regret it that much. So the question number two, let's see, what are the other questions? So the question is, is it possible to start your coding career at the age of 25 without college degree? Yes, it is, I'll tell you why. because A lot of companies, especially startups, are not looking for a degree. Obviously, many of them want a degree. There is a reason why they want a degree because in India, there are just a lot of coders. There are just a lot of software developers. How do they refine them? Degree. Why do they want degree? Because a degree, when you have a degree, you have that formal mindset that okay, I will go and work in a corporate. And this is generally true for big companies, it's not true for startups. Startups look for how much experience you have, what projects have you built and what skills you have. If you have these three things, you are good to go. Big companies care about where have you taken up your degree. So if you want a big company and by big company, I mean the IT services company or the corporates like EY or maybe TCS or LLT. So these companies do care about degrees, but even top companies like Facebook and Google, they don't really care if you have a degree in many co in many of their jobs. But this is not a hard and fast rule. So yes, you can find it given that you have the skills and 25 is a young age people. I have seen people getting started at 28, 29, 30. I'm not lying. I've seen people started working as a software engineer at the age of 28, 29, because till then they were working in careers like marketing and sales. And they found out that they didn't really suit that career didn't really suit them. So they learned some skills and they found a job and it totally depends. And there is no, there is no thing that if you don't have a degree, you won't get a good job. That's also not true. You will get a good salary. You can get a job and coding is something that you can learn at home. You don't need to go to college for that. I went to four year college degree in computer engineering, and truth be told, they didn't teach shit about coding. Yes, there were basics, but nothing more than that, and I didn't really like it, the way of their teaching. Huh, so question number three, what are some professions which Indians have not even heard of? Oh, well, I have one in mind. Do you know that in China, people get paid to be a caretaker for pandas? That's right. Pandas are something that they care about. They are trying to avoid them from preventing them from being getting endangered. And that's why caretakers over there get paid really decent amount of money to take care of those pandas. Also, it's not easy because taking care of pandas, it's, it's equally as similar to taking care of babies. And because babies are human and pandas also behave like human babies, but Still, it's a difficult job and I think this is a profession that most Indians have never heard of. So if you love animals and if you are in China, you are lucky. And I think this is also a profession in a few other countries, but at least not in India. And Indians have not heard about this job. Similarly, many of Indians don't think that gaming is a career. But if you go to Korea, Japan, China, even US and Europe, there people will understand yes, streamers and gamers and YouTubers is a legit career and people are making money out of that. So in India, we don't really think that they are a big career. So yeah, these are the careers that people are generally looking towards. Ha. Huh. So question number three, what should I pursue after 12th Humanities without match? I'm really confused regarding my career. So those of you who don't know what Humanities is, well, Humanities is basically arts, basically you will take up subjects in your high school subjects like like English Hindi and there can be many more subjects social science history geography there can be a lot of subjects depending on what you took and there are a lot of options and the person has listed out that he or she hasn't taken up maths, maths. so the person is really confused about what should they pursue well to be honest if you can look for a bachelor's of art degree in economics that's a good career there is no maths. I mean, there was no even if I think you might get into it if you don't have maths, but some colleges will have a demand for that. Also, look for if you can get into BSC statistics. Again, it is very limited. I mean, it depends on the college because stats has a lot of demand, especially a master's degree in statistics, because a lot of data scientists are from the statistics background, and data analysts and data scientists they generally have those skills. So, but but besides that, you will also learn those skills, and they are the hottest career out there and you can also look for psychology psychology is a decent career depending on how good you are in understanding people or how what kind of job that you want to do or what kind of help you want to give to the people so psychology economics uh, statistics these are good careers these are not just good careers these are great careers and you can also even if you take a degree in psychology you can also work as a life coach or you can start working as a career coach or a career counselor. They are really good careers if you know what you are doing. You can also take up mass comm and mass comm is uh, bachelor's in, you know, mass communication, or you can also call it any other degree, degree name cha- can be changes, but mass communication is basically about all the medias and all of that stuff. So there can be a degree in media. Again, you can take up a, a degree in photo photography. Now, obviously you don't, really, you know, need a degree to be a good photographer. But if you can get into a great college, or if you can work under someone, you don't really need to go to college. But if you can work under some of the top photographers, if you have interest in that, you can do that. And there is another degree called design. So bachelor's in design. And uh, after that, you can start working as a UI UX developer, which is again, a great career. But these are the degrees that are, you know, in itself, also, they have a demand, but You will also need to learn a lot of different skills. So see, I've given you five to six degrees. You can pick any one of them, depending on what kind of interest you have and what kind of career that you wish to make, right? So let's see. Question number five, I'm currently working as a BDA in a sales ed tech company. I want to switch my job profile. I'm confused right now. What should I do? Well, I know for a fact, which company you are working in. I am 100% sure which company is about and I am 100% sure what kind of BDA role that you are doing, what kind of job that you are doing. It's very bad. I understand the work environment is also not that good and you know, it's a sales job. So and I exactly know it is the top company in India. It's it's a, it's also associated with the Indian cricket team. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then maybe you are not uh, really. Uh, under, you know, updated about this, but I know about this. I understand. So I would say that it, irrespective of which that company is, I won't take the name, but irrespective of which that company is, I think if you are working in a BDA, Uh, Business, if people who don't know what BDA is, BDA is business development associate. So basically the person's job role depend from company to company. It's a common designation that people are given to people working in marketing or sales or operations. And so the person is confused and they want to switch the job. I know. And you can switch a job, uh, but depends on what skills you have right because skills is the currency that you need. If you have worked in that job role for one, two years, then maybe you can switch to something like digital marketing, which is an office job and you will have to have understanding you will have understanding of sales. You will have to learn about marketing. You can take up some online courses in digital marketing and then maybe you can try for some internships. If not internships, you can directly get a job because you already have an experience in that. Even if you have one year of experience, that's pretty good for digital marketing. And the salary will not be as same as that you are currently getting because the salary will obviously be the lesser, but somehow if you can get started in freelancing or in a big company, you might get a better salary afterwards, right? So digital marketing is a good career for those people who want something non-technical. Although I won't call it non-technical, there are some technology and tools that are associated, but they're just tools, tools of the trade that you need to learn how to use. And yes, they are a little bit technical depending on what job profile you have. But digital marketing is an amazing career that you can look into if you want to continue in marketing. If you don't because you have not listed out any job, any education background, I can't really personalize my answer. But yeah, digital marketing is a good career and anybody can look into it if you are looking to change a career from sales or any other job that you are currently doing. You can also look for consulting, by the way, consulting is a good career, but yeah, they need degrees sometimes and uh, it's a heavy job. So question number six, what, which one should I choose? Let me read. Uh, So what what can be the best fields to opt for after 12th, if one is interested in social studies and can have the best job after it? See, having the best job is not very specific it's like saying that some people will say that okay i'm earning 1 lakhs a month and that is not the best job for me but i am and some people will say that earning 1 lakh a month is my dream so it totally depends. so there is no best job but yeah in social studies if you want to work go have a degree in social studies you can have psychology you can have uh, economics major you can have uh there's another one which is called uh, development studies. So development studies is a subject that deals with uh, developing societies like India. And obviously, I mean, there is no guarantee what kind of job you will get, you can get a good job if you can get into a good college. But uh, what really matters is what kind of work that you actually wish to do after that, right? And that, that totally shapes on what degree you should be pursuing, right? So yeah, you can take up anyone. There's mass com, as as I already told you, there's degrees in uh, journalism, there's degree in even in uh, education, there's degree in development studies, economics, uh, health systems, public policy and public pop- policy is really good. There's also degrees in uh, social work. So if you really want to get involved with that, that degree can help. And um, psychology is again, it's there. And then there's uh, labor studies, environment, sustainable development. But uh, these jobs are really, you know, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. The job prospects for these totally depends on you. Now, obviously, you can go on and work in a top social worker company doesn't matter what degree you have, you can work for an NGO. And you might even get paid some decent amount of salary, but it won't be very high. So generally, the Careers that are best and by best I mean top paid and the careers which are very prestigious, considered prestigious in our society are generally in the field of technology, finance, uh, uh, science and all of those careers. Now, that is why generally people are more aligned towards that. But yeah, if you really love it, you can work anywhere. You can have a bachelor's degree in, in, in any field. Again, if you really want to, you know, uh, have a really good uh, option, there is one thing that I would really suggest to you and that is language studies. Now, you can get a bachelor's degree in any of the foreign language, especially in Asian language. You can learn Chinese, you can learn Japanese and you can also learn Korean. Now, these three languages are going to be in boom in the future and when that happens if you can learn it right now it will be an advantage for you given that you have an interest in those languages you can have good careers after that also you will have to learn uh, other skills as well but you will figure that out as you move ahead so language is a good career. Huh, so question number 6 no 6 1 this this was 6 and question number 7. Why are the most of the people not satisfied with their jobs? This is a very common question. Well, it totally depends. Some want happiness, they're not getting happiness because they're not doing the job that they love. Second thing is that they're not getting enough salary. It can be that they're not being valued. It can be that sometimes people say, really hate their managers, but they think that they hate their jobs, but that they really hate their managers. So this is a big reason for people switching jobs or leaving their jobs, right? So, there can be any number of reasons why a person is not satisfied with their job. So the question number 8, I want to make my career in the field of IT but I don't want to pursue engineering, what should I do now? Well, that's a difficult question because in India, at least up until now, most of the people working in IT generally have some sort of engineering degree. They either have a degree, generally they have a degree in computer science and IT, or they can have a close related degree like electronics and electrical engineering. And sometimes they have distant in degrees like mechanical engineering and they are still working in IT, which is stupid, but because they don't have any jobs or they find their interest later on that I am interested, more interested in tech and IT. That's why they pursue that. So that's a, so you know, sort, sort of, it makes you eligible for almost all of the IT jobs. If you have an engineering degree, especially in IT. B tech in IT or B tech in computer science or engineering and electronics up to an extent. So if you have a degree in that, it becomes, it makes you more eligible for that job. However, it's not limited. Sometimes they hire people from other fields as well. For example, few companies have started hiring people from arts. Some people have started hiring people from commerce. They hire them, they teach them through, they, they train them and then they will have to do that kind of work. So also they are also working in IT and the salaries will be the same, right? So there is that path but that is again limited to a few co- companies there is another una- there are two other degrees and that is number one is bsc and b bsc in it or bsc in computer science right so that is a degree that you know they that they also get hired but generally you will have to do a masters degree in that because their masters degree suppose an msc in it or msc in computer science it's equivalent to a btech it's funny Uh, But it's true because the curriculum of an engineering is generally more rigorous. It doesn't matter which college you go to. Yes, if you go to a better college, obviously it's more rigorous, but even if you go to an average college or above average college, it still is better, right? So that would be thing it would take you five years for that again there is BCA and MCA and I have seen the MCA curriculum and truth be told MCA curriculum is nowhere near what a BTEC curriculum is because a BTEC curriculum is much more better and much more vast right so again you will have to spend five years on that for what these kind of degrees if you really want a degree and I suggest that you at least take a degree because the country that we are living in demands degree. So yes, it is important. I know it's useless, but that piece of paper does matter unless you want to be an entrepreneur. In that case, nothing matters anyways. So yes, you need a degree and being having a B.Tech degree is better. And I don't regret it. I am a computer engineer and I proudly say that because I believe that everybody takes a lot of people take admission into engineering. and almost 95 to 98% people, or maybe even 99% of people who take admission in engineering colleges don't have the engineering mindset. So yes, engineering is not a degree. Engineering is not a job. Engineering is a mindset. That's my theory. And if you have that mindset, obviously you should be an engineer, but if you don't have that mindset, then forget about it. Uh, you, You can even succeed because I have seen, I have personally have friends who really don't like their job or who really didn't like engineering or who took just engineering because it is the hot career and they're doing really amazing. They are earning really well. They are, I, for a example, I'll tell you they are easily earning 60,000 60, to 1 lakh per month and that is, they have they have just got started with their career and obviously they'll earn more in the future, right? So yeah, that is my take on this question of yours. So yeah, I have covered eight questions. Uh, let's just take two more because I think 10 questions for today is enough. Uh, do let me know if you want me to do more questions, you can just let me go to my Instagram profile. Link is in the description and let me know if you want me to cover more questions, then I can even cover 50 questions every single Sunday if you really like it. So yeah. So the question number nine is. What are the different streams other than engineering and being a doctor which has a huge demand in the year 2025? This is again a very common question and uh, I I, I really find this, uh, these kind of questions really funny because the answer is that you can Google it and you can know the answer, right? Because I don't really love to spoon feed anyone, right? So yeah, you can search it on the internet. and. Engineering and doctors, to to be told in because doctor uh, the colleges for doctors MBBS and other colleges, other streams of doctors. It's really increasing year by year the seats are increasing, but still because we need a lot of doctors. So it's a different career. I won't even cover it. It's very prestigious if you get into a good college without donation. And then there is engineering, engineering, again, I'll tell you a funny story about engineering, you know, uh, when I graduated, uh, when I took admission the chance of getting into IIT, the chance of qualifying into IIT was 0.7%. It was less than 0.7%. It was around 0.6% something. But today in 2020, the chance of getting an admission in an IIT has rose to 1.4, 1.5%. That's right. The chances of getting into an IIT has doubled in last five, six years. There is a reason for that. The seats are increasing and students are taking up less and less students are taking up engineering. And there is a reason for that because people are finding that engineering and being a doctor are not the only two careers. There are a lot more than that. Obviously, these are prestigious. Being an engineer is generally considered prestigious all around the world. In India, it's not unless you are from a top college, which is funny because if you have that engineering mindset, you are prestigious in my view. So yeah, you have that engineering and doctor being a doctor that's a career but besides these if you want a degree I would suggest you can take a degree in finance you can take a degree uh, for finance if there is no direct degree you can go for a bachelor's degree in commerce that is in finance because it's a core subject and with with learning other subjects as well so if you are really someone who is Uh, you know who loves match who loves numbers in that case finance is a good career for you and it's a high paying career if you know how to do it again accounts is good because accounting is you know the need for is is there Uh, law is there which is again more traditional career Some non-traditional careers are digital marketing, but we don't have degrees for that yet. Even though we have degrees, they are not really good enough. So digital marketing is there, economics is there, there's psychology, demand for statistics is really high and it's going to be really, really high up until 2025. Statistics along with technology. So that is a degree that is really good, right? So that is something that you can do and it's really good. yeah, So these are the streams that you can take over why I do generally focus on these select few careers. There is a reason for that because what really happens is today the techn- uh, the world is really you know dominated by technology jobs, marketing jobs or finance and those core jobs like consulting and all that. Now, why is that the case? Because they, they are the prestigious job, they are really high paying jobs obviously you can study anything and then go on to do anything, depending on if you can learn those skills. But if you want a degree, I really suggest that you get a degree in engineering, technology, medicine, or if there is any other interest that you have, then you should obviously pursue that interest, irrespective of what kind of degree that is. But yeah, I generally support engineering and technology because that's where I come from and that's what is prestigious. And by prestigious, I mean that, you know, I have this data that I scraped through the internet. And I got to know that engineers are the most employable people in India. Yes, that's true. They are the people who are most employable. And that's by percentage, right? So other other fields, people from other fields are not that employable, right? And that is the statistics that I'm talking about. So yeah, you can cover these careers, it's totally up to you. So you need to define if you're selecting a stream, you need to define who you want to be five years down the line. You need to decide who you want to be five years down the line. And that is uh, a difficult question, but few careers that are going to be there is, and that are going to increase and that are going to be amazing are data science or data analytics. Uh, Then there's machine learning or AI they are generally the same thing. Obviously the demand for software development, developers will obviously be there. And uh, then there's digital marketing, digital marketing will change, but it's going to increase, especially in India, because most of the businesses are still not online. So digital marketing is hot. And then there are careers like consulting finance, which are core and they are the careers that will always be there, especially for coaches, right? So yeah, if you want to do it, I would suggest if you have a knack for it, go to technology, go to technology. And if you really want to know which will have more demand than creative work, because every work is getting automated by computers and artificial intelligence. So you are better off with doing that job or you are better off with doing creative work because creative work is the work that will be least affected by technology. Instead, technology will assist you to be more creative. So for example, working for an ad agency. Now, how can you work for an ad agency? You don't need a degree for that. That's the truth. And uh, because ad agencies are really creative and I have worked in an ad agency, so I know, although it's not Ogivli or some other um, top uh, advertising agencies, yeah, but still, So, by the way, if you want to learn more about advertising industry, then you can watch a show called Mad Men. Uh, Mad Men is actually based on real life advertising industry and real life advertising guys in the 1960s in US, although it's not a very old show. It's like 10, 10, 12, 15 years old show show series, but it's really amazing. It's, It's really good. You'll learn a lot from that and understand how it used to work and it's also fun and you'll also learn a lot of those things. So if you are if you are looking to get a career into advertising yeah it's a good career. So guys I have taken nine questions let's say a few more uh, maybe one more or let's see if I've got any other good questions. So the question is uh, is switching your profession a good idea after the age of 30 the answer is yes. I mean it totally depends what kind of career switch you want to do. Uh, sometimes you are switching industries like suppose you are working in IT right now, you might want to switch to any other field like any other industry like finance, maybe you will do the IT work in finance industry. So that is a different thing. But if you're totally changing your profession, just keep these things in mind that once you have experience in one particular field, and then you're switching to other field, which doesn't have transferable skills. Now, this is an important stuff that you need to keep in mind. So transferable skills are the skills that you have already learned Either you are a student or either you are in a job, and suppose you can take those skills into other industry. For example, IT. If you work in IT and you have those IT skills, you can work in any industry. And those they have they have the you know transferable skills. But suppose you are working in IT and you want to switch to marketing, it doesn't have transferable skills except maybe talking to clients, client service, you know customer service orientation. Uh, and all of those interpersonal skills, they are transferable, but the technical skills are not transferable in that case. So you might have to take a salary cut, a lot of salary cut because in five, six years, you really are, you really are in the mid of your career and it might cause a mid career, a mid career crisis. So you need to keep in mind what are the transferable skills that you have. And obviously if you are switching a profession, you would look for a better salary or you would look for something which give you more happiness. For example, if you are an IT guy, suppose you have worked in four or five years in a, in IT industry, you can go on and become a technology consultant. Now, consulting is a different profession, but the salary will be increased. You can also work as a freelance consultant, or you can work as a consultant in a corporate. So It's totally up to you, right? So these are the things. And uh, because you have not listed out from what are you planning? I can't really personalize it for you. So guys, if you are sending me any question on Instagram, I have just one question for you that uh, I just want to request for you that make it as specific as possible so that I can answer those questions really, really well, right? So yeah. Huh? So I think I've taken 10 questions. Let's just take this one question because I think this needs to be answered today and right now. So the question is which country is best to work in for an Indian and why also what work is best and easiest to get a job in leaving science fields and business fields. My friend you are talking stupidity. I'll tell you why because firstly you are asking which is the best country to work in so okay that can be a legit question. But then you are asking which is the easiest job to get in leaving science and business fields. Truth be told. Things related to science and technology, I'll consider technology because I think that's what you mean. And by business field, I will consider all the business fields uh, verticals like finance and sales and marketing. There are no good jobs. Top jobs are are in technology and business fields. That's the truth of today. And you should be working in those fields. If you won't, you will miss out on a lot. So you need to focus on that. And yes, there are jobs that are not related to this. You can be a statistician. For that, you need a degree in statistics, which is a good career, but yeah, it has its own limitations. You are limited and you might even get, you know, become, you might even be made obsolete by technology. If you learn data science in that case, again, this is technology and that is science. Again, both of those things. So you don't want that. So it's almost not possible to have a job which doesn't involve technology or business. Yeah, there can be sports Uh, if you, if you are great in sports, you can, you can do that. But again, becoming great in sports and just be on your pinnacle like Michael Phelps, who is a great swimmer, or maybe like Dhoni, who's a great cricketer, or maybe like Sunil Chetri who is uh, Indian football captain. But even in that case, there are just only few jobs leaving tech and business. That is the truth. And the best country to work in right now is India. And there is a reason for that. We are growing and we have a lot of jobs. And if we have a lot of jobs, people should be working here. I know you might say that the salary in US is is high for the same post that you have in India, but there is a difference. The living expenses are also high there. So if you are an expert in India, if you're working in that one particular field, there are chances that you can earn more and save more if you consider the m- amount of money that you can save there and spend there. Right? So if you are earning in dollars and euros, that also means that you are spending in e- dollars and euros. So you can't really save much. You will, you might save similar or you might even sp- save less over there. So India is the best country to work for Indians, given that you have skills, but you are, it, it looks like that, which is the best work and easy work, right? So there is no such thing there is no you can't get the best of the things which should be easy to get right so i think that's why i needed to answer this question and i think i have answered 11 questions today uh, if you want me to answer more you can go to the link in the description for my instagram account and then you can check out if you uh, if it suits you right if it, if it if it if you want me to answer more questions tell me on instagram if you just want to be updated, follow me on Instagram. You will get updated, you will remain updated and you will also get a lot of new content every single day. So that is my motive. So that will improve you, that will improve your personality. So go follow me on Instagram right now. Go follow me on Instagram right now, right? So yeah, that's it. And that's it for today, guys. I'll come tomorrow with some good topic and let's see what I'll be talking about. Still then, happy learning and bye-bye.